0: Hello and welcome to Group Four's, uh, no Group Three's podcast. I'm your moderator Zach, and with me is Jack.
1: Hi there. This is Jack.
0: <laughs> Natalie. Hi. This is Natalie. And Charlie. Hi. This is Charlie. And today we're going to be talking about the Darden Brothers 2002 movie, the Ch- The Sun. And right off the bat, I'm just going to say this. Um, i thought the movie was pretty good i think it was if i had to rate it out of 100 i'd give it maybe 85 out of 100 what's the rest of what you guys think it would be for the movie <laughs> hmm.
2: i don't know i think i would give this like a out of 100 i'd give it maybe like a, a 67 it was a little slow for me, but it also is just a different style that I'm not used to. So I think I could potentially grow on it in the future. But as my first reaction, it was definitely like a, a C or a D rating. Nice. I think for me, I'm
3: pretty close to you, Natalie. I think for me, I'm this is my one of my first um, um, Dardan films, and I really... I did enjoy it, but there are some parts like, you know, I'm getting used to their style and learning about it, so I think I would rate it like a 70. I thought the story was really interesting, and going back on our readings, I think, related to that case of the um, boys that were murdered, I think that it's a really interesting concept, and I would rate it a 70. I did enjoy it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I'll give a little lower grade than than Zach. We will give like an 83. Um I enjoyed it. The first time it was kind of hard to really enjoy just because I mean, for some reason for myself, I I didn't get I didn't catch on early enough that Francis was his son. Or sorry, the the kid who murdered his son. And it it was just, I don't know. The second time it was a lot more clear, obviously. And watching it the second time I, I enjoyed a lot more. So I'll give mm-hmm. it a maybe three.
2: Yeah. I yeah, I guess that that was there was definitely like some entertaining like plot twists that way
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, that I did enjoy. So I feel like I would at least give it a 70. Hmm. Nice. I did enjoy it.
0: Nice. Well, I'll say this. I thought it was... Um, like I said, I thought it was pretty good. But the thing about the Darden films is, out of all the ones we've seen, I don't think there's one I'd see more than maybe once. Like, they were good, but they're not movies I particularly want to go back and visit. And... That kind of makes me think I'm not a, a big fan of their work. But I will say that it definitely shows that they put a lot of effort into their movies. So right. that's why I get my rating. It's just because there's a lot of effort into it and it's okay. But that, <clears throat> that aside. Um, so here's the main thing I want to propose to everyone here. Um, I, you've probably seen it more than once. <laughs> I've just watched it the one time. But I want to just uh, dive right into the main topic. What was like the most thoughtful aspect of the movie that you guys drew from it? Because to me, I kind of got that question of, well, is this a movie about you know forgiveness? Or is this a movie about, say, just learning to let the past go? And I think that was kind of what dropped my rating a little bit because I thought this was about a movie about forgiveness. But the more I think about it, it really felt like this was just like oliver just let it go at the end of it and i want to get your opinion on something on that thought
2: hmm.
3: i think at first when i was first watching like the fir- the beginning of the film i thought it would be more of a revenge type of like i thought it would be more about revenge and as time went on as like the scenes went on of like oliver and francis starting to spend time with each other i kind of noticed that maybe oliver was like questioning his intentions with francis maybe he didn't want to get revenge on him because at the beginning of the film when he was when francis was working in the carpenter section um company with oliver it seemed like that oliver was just giving him a hard time rightfully so of course but As time went on, I think Oliver started to really get to know Francis. And I think it was just more of, like, he he was learning to let it go. And that's why, at the end of the film, he didn't end
2: up hurting Francis. That's how I took the film.
1: Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, and I think that also has to do a lot with, like, the character development with him. Because you don't really know throughout the movie, like what kind of man this guy really is like you're kind of always left wondering a bit like what his next move is going to be with this kid and um we even brought up in class a bit about like the awkward like fighting moments where like maybe there's like the the physical touching when he's like trying to get him on the ground and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like you kind of And it's even though it's like not about stuff like that, you just don't know like what his next move is gonna be. So I think it's interesting to just see like where his character was always gonna be going next. And that was like always kind of, because even like at the end, you don't even know like what's gonna happen after that. And I think that's part of their like directing that I enjoy.
1: Yeah. I enjoyed the ending. I thought it was pretty, I mean, just cause it was so anticlimactic though, but it was like, I mean, obviously, you know that cause like Francis asked, he's like, "Will you be my caretaker at some point or yeah. And I mean, that's probably how it resolves, but I thought that last scene was pretty surprising to me. Cause I mean, it did seem like he did want to get his revenge on Francis I thought that was super surprising seeing him actually start strangling him because I didn't think he would actually because it because like you guys said like it seemed like he he wanted to just kind of forgive him and learn who Francis is and actually like become like have a friendship with him whatever and or almost honestly he could have even been like a little father figure to him which is, I think that's kind of what it was pointing towards but um I was pretty taken back by that that last scene because I mean it seems like he might have did want to get his revenge on him but like i think the moment when francis asked him to be his caretaker, i think it really kind of because it was very secluded where he took him out to and it just seemed like it was kind of specific and he just like he didn't i don't know you see what i'm saying like it didn't seem yeah. really needed to take him all the way out there just to like
2: and he was yeah. also like pretty secretive about the kid too like because he yeah. was telling his uh the the lady that he had his kid with Guy, wife yes so yeah yeah definitely. so yeah it's just like you're always wondering what his next move is yeah for sure i have a
3: question i want to ask you guys relating to because we're talking about francis did you guys mm-hmm. ever feel for francis during the film and if you did like what scenes like what moments did you feel for francis
0: <sighs> that's a tough one yeah. um well i think it I didn't really feel much of anything for Francis at first because the first time we're introduced to him, he's basically out cold laying in the welding room. I want to say it was the locker room.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And to me, I thought, okay, this kid's probably just lazy and doesn't really care because he's asleep right here. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as the film goes along, we learn he's, you know, living by himself. Mm -hmm. He's. You know, from a des- like from a broken family, he doesn't have, like, um, a good upbringing, and he's just barely surviving. Mm-hmm. So, as Oliver learns this stuff, or uh, as Oliver does learn this stuff, we learn this stuff. Yeah. So, it kind of also shifts. So, our ideal of Francis as it goes along is, okay, maybe there is something to this kid, but we know that he definitely killed someone. And that's a problem. Like, yeah. And that's kind of why, and that's kind of the thing I mainly didn't know about how to feel about this character is because like, I do feel bad, but at the same time, I really don't know much about him to feel (laughs) worse.
2: I totally agree. That's I felt so weird this whole movie and like watching uh, the father because it was just like, how can you like, just be so okay with like seeing this guy and like, like, working with this kid and not saying anything, like, for so long, it just almost felt creepy. Yeah,
3: I completely agree. I mean, there was, I think, I completely agree with you guys with what you're saying. Because there was, I just felt weird. I felt like, I'm like, there's this kid who's clearly, like, hurting and something's off about him. And you feel for him because you're just like, he doesn't have a family. He's trying to get a job. He's trying to find that father figure. And that's why I think he's so interested in all in Oliver. But when we find out, like, he killed someone, it's just, like, do I still feel for him? Because he's a he's a murderer. He did his time. But at the same time, it's, like, I feel like he didn't, like, he showed some remorse from it. But for me, it just wasn't enough. And it didn't, it, I don't know if he, like, felt bad for doing it. I think he maybe said he did. But I just wanted more from him to show that, like, he felt really guilty and i don't know if he really even apologized to oliver for killing his son
2: yeah and that's sometimes that's the funny thing about the endings of like their movies is that their their endings are just not always the satisfying mm-hmm. like feeling that we're left with in like most hollywood films where you feel like you have like an a satisfactory like feeling towards the main characters <laughs> yeah um, but you don't really always feel that in these movies. Like, sometimes you're just left, like, oh. And I don't know. I guess that kind of, like, what I was going to talk about with you guys is, like, like how you felt about the ending. Because I just found that ending. I know you guys kind of talked on that a little bit. But, like, do you find their endings do you like their endings normally? Because I know we've kind of talked about them in class and how sometimes they don't
0: leave um, you feeling good. Yeah, you know, that—that that, that yeah. is definitely true. Um, I'll just come out and say this. I don't like any of the Darden films' endings because, <laughs> and it's not that I don't think they could be good endings, but we'll probably get into that a little later. But the main thing I want to address is that their films just feel like they end. Like yeah. there's no conclusion. It's just like, okay, we're done now. It's like, but mm-hmm. you just had a like just to just as an example with this with the sun. You had a c you had a teacher who just potentially almost killed someone in a wood. And then he he stops and that's good. Francis is still alive. And then they just load wood up in the back of a tractor trailer and then the film ends. hmm Like I, I, I'm <laughs> Well, I was just gonna say, like, I completely
3: agree. I thought the sun ending was a little it was a little odd to me but i then again watching all of their films it it makes more sense because we talked about it last class how it's just like i think it was the child how it was like that felt like really like an ending how they were gonna like do something more but with but with the other films and, and the son included it just like it just ended and i think something that really stuck out to me which i feel like we'll talk about later when we talk about all their films is there was just silence i i wish there was more of a conversation between oliver and francis about you know the things that just happened in the ending scene and i think if they just talked about it and we just get a little more insight into what they're thinking what's gonna happen <laughs> it would have been more satisfying to me
2: <laughs> see i feel like that's like really i see what you're saying like i do agree because mm-hmm. like I do wish that there was more that, like, it's, like, I almost wish there was, like, a part two, like, yeah keep going on about it. Um, but at the same time, I guess, like, if they were trying to, like, end the movie by a certain time and that's, like, what they could do with the time given. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I guess, like, I kind of enjoyed that there was this silenced ending because mm-hmm. I enjoyed the, like, the long shots of, uh, like, them looking at each other like the awkward eye contact Mm -hmm. where it's like okay we really just like fought in the woods and I still am coming back because like I'm loyal and the kid has always been loyal to him the entire time and uh I guess there was that bit of like I don't know if like it's not relief but Mm -hmm. like okay they're gonna like it's not gonna end badly between them yeah situation that Mm -hmm. you feel contact and like when this when the like camera moves to the left and then back to the right um from the kid back to him Mm -hmm. so I guess I did kind of enjoy that ending but it still was like a like as like a bigger entity like I wish it was more like I I wish it did explain more like you were saying Charlie like (laughs) I was like, oh, I wish I got more than that. Exactly.
1: Um, well, sorry. Go
0: ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Jack.
1: Oh, no. I was just going to say, um, well, that okay, and kind of ending where it kind of leaves it up to the, the viewer to kind of decide what happens next. I mean, that definitely probably, and you guys claim, because like I said, I didn't really watch all the movies outside of class. But um, in this other uh, movies, it ends pretty similar, you guys said. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe that's just like his kind of auteur-ship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's his kind of individual style. Yeah. Um, or their individual style. Um, so maybe that is, I mean, I mean, obviously, it seems like that's probably his intention.
0: I mean, ahead, uh, I just, I just want to say that throughout the film, just to focus on the sun and just to add a little bit more to what Charlie was saying about there being more I feel like it had to have more because you build this up for so long and then you finally reach the ending you actually feels like they reach like the the part in normal movies where it's like the third act like pinnacle and then you just cut it off there and when you do that especially in just movies that from the Dardens it just feels like then what was the build-up for Mm -hmm. like if you're going to build something up, you got to act on it. And I know they kind of did by having Oliver try to kill Francis, but you could have also just like had them say something or just like have Francis run away or still be scared or just show like, just show like some kind of end, like true ending to that moment. And I don't think, and I don't think that they do that. And that's really kind of why it drags the film down is like, you you had them, like, bonding. You had them, you know, get together. And then you have him almost kill you. And you're just going to forgive him. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't see why that would be a good way to end the film.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah but that, like, later. a full silence. It, that would be mm-hmm. more accurate. Considering, like, just the circumstances that, you know. Mm-hmm. And why, why he acts like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't know. It seems like, I mean, what was going to say? But just that, like, that uncomfortable silence. I think it's got I mean, we ought to be up.
0: Well, I mean, the film had to do something pretty well. I mean, Oliver won the Best Actor Award at Cannes for this, but. That is true. So, I mean, that's got to say something about their style. (laughs) Um,
1: As a character. Oh, sorry. We should probably go to the next topic. Yes.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, I, just to wrap it up, he was okay. Maybe could have had a little bit more closure. Up to the next point I wanted to bring up, um, it's clear that the Dardans are definitely modern-day art tours because no film that we've seen of theirs actually flows like normal, you know, typical films. They have their own feel to them. They definitely feel like they're focusing on more human elementals, human <laughs> element stories, and. My my main question then goes into this. Um, when we look at the Artura theory, we're usually talking about like the director is the painter or is the writer of the film. Do you feel like just from not just the sun, but their other filmography that that kind of plays true to the Dardens? Or do you feel like they're kind of just all following the same beat and that they haven't really changed their style? Cause I, the one that really stuck out to me the most is between the sun and Rosetta because <laughs> they they do feel like very similar films and they do feel like very similar shot styles. And I just want to see what you guys think about that.
3: Yeah. I mean, I definitely see watching four dark Dan films. Now I definitely see a resemblance between all of them and I definitely see their style and how, these films can't be filmed by anyone else but the Dardans. I think it's very clear with just like how there's the lack of sound in all their films, the endings, like how we talked about, and even just like the use of just the actors and stuff like that. And also the titles and how they're just like one word titles. I think it just shows their styles as directors. And it's just very clear in all of the, all of the films that we've watched. There's just that feel about it about how they're filmed in the same place and how the plots are just kind of dark well not really i don't know if dark's the right word but they're not they're not happy films easy way to put it and it's just they're very critique they really critique society and i don't think any other director could replicate them like could do what the Dart did with these films
0: i, I Where, would say i would say they have they're a very human film yeah. like that's a good just way to put it. yeah because they, they focus so much on human condition and human mm-hmm. emotion that there's really no other way to paint them as like, not they're, they're human in nature. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of where you get that emotional. It'll be like, for example, in promise you have what's right and what's wrong. Like, do you obey your father who looking out for you and who's sort of your friend, or do you do what's right? Mm-hmm. Or in the sun it's, do you learn to forgive someone who's committed an egregious act against you after you now know their full story? Like, do you still want to be angry at them knowing that it's probably not their fault? Mm-hmm. And then, Rose, I I think I'm drawing a blank on what Rosetta was trying to say because it was mostly focusing on trying to achieve a job and, like, you know, getting ahead in life. And I I guess, yeah, no, that probably would be it. But that would yeah, probably that would be it, it, I would say. Yeah, Take on that anyway. <laughs> and uh, the child, I. <clears throat> I'll be honest. I only saw the first half because I was busy. <laughs> Fil- mm-hmm. I had a huge film shoot that day, so I wasn't able to see the full part. But I'm planning on doing that though. But <laughs> well, what what do the rest of you think? Do you see any like personal factors, patterns, or what do you what can you draw between the filmographies that we've seen that really solidify their status?
2: Well, so something I like noticed in their films um, that I kind of like about how like realistic it is is that it takes these people and like puts them in real time and we're watching them in like what feels like real time and their their endings for example like we don't have this huge resolution for these characters where everything ends up being okay like there's still like some good things that end up happening and a lot of things that just are not like they just are still bad characters like they just still Mm
0: -hmm.
2: are not you know you're not left being like wow I'm so happy about that um it but it makes them human and it makes them real and it doesn't it feels a lot more realistic and I think that's what they're trying to get at that like there isn't always a glamorized like ending to things and like a lot like you were saying Charlie earlier like yeah i mean anyone can technically like film this like there's nothing like super fancy about it other than like obviously having like high quality <laughs> production but yeah like it's it's more about like the intention behind their shots and like the emotions that they catch mm. and in these like normal people yeah or like people that are like going through hardships mm
1: And and I'd agree with that. I mean, I think in his style, it's like, I mean, I mean, like the medium close-ups and everything, like the the handheld cameras, it's just like you you could be put as a bystander or even if like not a bystander, you could also, because at at any point, there's no reason why none of us could be in a position like they are. And so that kind of style that he he puts to his films or their films, I feel like, you know, it's very more personable and maybe even not relatable because like, I mean, I don't think, you know anyone's kind of dead kid but obviously um but you know any 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 of these movies could possibly happen to maybe someone we know or even even us possibly so
0: yeah that definitely seems to well that definitely seems to be the case for all the Darden films um i mean they definitely focus on like real life as I said but it also feels like they focus a lot on Belgian as a as a setting because as we know that's where they're from that's probably where they get a lot of their inspiration from as well and I think that international appeal like the international ideal that they put into their film is why (laughs) they can make it so human because they don't really need to tell big stories like in like in Hollywood we have to we have this focus on spectacle Mm. and that works as we can put up a lot of money into these movies, but in smaller film nations, Belgian included, I think that kind of is where the opposite comes from. And you have to make a more human story. And I think that's why the Dardans have that tour feel to them because they're smaller. They have more flexibility. They're allowed to tell mu- not big stories. They can tell smaller stories and still have a very powerful audience that going to come and see this. And I think that also explains why they keep, having such a presence on the Cannes Film Festival is because they know how to present this world from not only just their experiences and how they've grown up, but also from their documentary work to translate it into these fiction films that we see on screen. And I think that's actually why they have that tour feel is because mm-hmm. they have that flexibility and that freedom. And I think since we they don't I think that's a big benefit to them
3: yeah i was gonna you brought this up zach they i think what really helps them with this excuse me sorry to that feel and that like real life like how they film is like they have that previous documentary experience and you see that in these films it's like we're following each character like the main subject of the film we're following them like we're actually there like how natalie said it's like it feels like we're actually there and it's like it's happening like right now and I think that just helps it really helps that they have that documentary style because it shows in their films
1: Yep, yeah, definitely <laughs> well over time
0: alright well before we wrap up let's just let's just give our final thoughts of the film um, mm-hmm. just as a quick two sentence final wrap up um i thought it was okay i do think that the dardens really showcase a lot of auteur elements but i think their other films do it better
1: yeah and i agree um, i enjoyed the film i thought their style of filming is i felt like my personal personal, relatable to so i enjoyed totally agree yeah
3: i was gonna say um I did, I did enjoy this one. I think it's definitely one of my favorite Dardan films and it's just, it shows how, <clears throat> how much they care about their work. And yeah, I think it's, they really are good directors.
0: Well, cool. seems to me that that, I think we've covered everything we wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. This has been group three's first podcast talking about the sun and I look forward to filming the rest of them with you guys, and looking forward to the other films we'll be talking about. Yeah, cool. Oh, guys. Cool.
1: To your friend. Yeah, you too. You
0: take guys, care,
3: definitely. Jack. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you. No Sorry, problem. No. I gotta go to the grocery store. Okay. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> take care. Bye. Bye.